Hi, I'm Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor, investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Melanie Wexler. Melanie Wexler. How are you doing, Melanie? Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Awesome, awesome. Bringing 18 plus years of recruiting and staff experience, Melanie started career and life coaching in 2017 to help people find meaningful and fulfilling work. Her success as a recruiter was driven by her ability to get her candidates hired. It is this innate knowledge of the market that she brings to her clients now as they navigate the job search process. Nelly, how you doing? How you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I'm just, you know, today's all, today's a work day. Lots of calls, lots of talking to people today. So. Understood. Also make sure to take the tick, tick time to take a deep breath. All right. Recollect yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. There we go. So, um, so Melanie, I want you to um, talk to us. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, yeah. where you're from. So I'm actually originally from Missouri, but I've lived out here on the East Coast of Maryland for over 20 years now. So okay. 20, um, 21 years, I guess. Um, so I'm kind of, I, I consider this home <laughs> at this Maryland. point in the game. Okay. 20, um, 20, 21 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, and that's where I got, you know, when I came out here that many years ago, that's when I started as a recruiter. And okay. I spent my career as a recruiter up until about 2016, where I left my company where I was with them for eight years. Mm -hmm. And in 2017, I honestly went on a journey, my career journey myself. I, I didn't know what I wanted to exactly do. I thought I was going to actually end up in corporate recruiting, which was the direction I was headed. Okay. Um, and then you know, fell into coaching, to be honest with you, I was doing it really part time in the very, very beginning, I was just working on resumes for people and just taking all the skills and experience I had as a recruiter. And I found that that was kind of a missing space in the coaching, the career coaching arena was there was, wasn't a lot of people that could actually attest to what happens behind the scenes behind that mm. curtain. Okay. Um, I had worked with both the clients as well as the candidates. Um, so, you know, my job ultimately, or my success was based on me getting my candidates hired by my clients. So, mm -hmm. um, so I just, you know, started to make this transition and it slowly built over time. And by 2018, I was doing it full time and I've been uh, career coaching and working with uh, mid-level career professionals to executives on a full-time basis since then. Got it. Nice, nice. So um, I know you mentioned you stumble upon coaching, but while in that arena, um, were you able to connect with other coaches and hire other coaches to work with? 
Yeah, you know, in the very beginning, I was really fortunate. I had two individuals, two coaches that really were helping me just kind of overcome some of my own life challenges Mm. that I was experiencing. Um, You know, I know there's this Instagram, you know, perception or the social media perception, you know, you got to have it all together and all the pieces like, you know, you live this perfect life. And that wasn't my life in 2017. And I I suffer from anxiety. Um, That's something I'm very open with. And I was having a a lot of, um, you know, my anxiety was really bad back then. I mean, I still have it, but I'm better in control of it now. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, so I was really fortunate. I had two coaches that really kind of helped truly get my mindset back in the game because it was really, I was kind of at a very low point professionally. Um, Well, just in a lot of ways, financially, professionally, personally, with personal relationships. And here I was looking for a job and I knew I think it was hard because I had the struggle of like, I know what hiring managers look for. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wasn't showing up as that person. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, but I'm struggling here. And I'm like, how do I get there? Um, So I was really fortunate Two coaches actually um, worked with me, um, you know, actually in the very beginning, because the finances um, gave me their services um, on a kind of a part time basis for free, because they just wanted to help me out and build me up. And um, so I was really fortunate and it really, it, that's where it changed. And then I've had uh, a couple of business coaches along the way and just, you know, continuous and, you know, I'm actually in the, um, going to be looking, um, to kind of up level my game again. And so coaches need coaches and yes, you have indeed. to, you know, everyone, everyone's on a journey and you have to, you know, constantly know where you need to, what you need to work towards. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T dot com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Mel- Melanie, I want you, I want to give you your kudos right now because you assess where you was at and you decided to seek help, right? You decided to seek the, the right guidance to help propel you to the next level. Now, oftentimes people will sit in their in their mediocrity and their their faults and just complain, but that wasn't you, right? You assessed yourself and decided to take action. So kudos to you for, for taking those oh, steps. Thank you. Yeah, I think you have to like, you you know, you have to kind of reach your rock bottom. I knew I was at my rock bottom, to be very honest. I knew that. And mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't it wasn't a place I was happy with. It wasn't a place that I was, you know, it wasn't good for my family. It wasn't good for me. Um, you know, I questioned a lot of what I did and, you know, and even had people tell me like, oh, you can't be a coach. You know, you can't. Why are you thinking about being a career coach mm. when you don't even have your life in order? I actually had an acquaintance tell me that. And, you know, it really made me mad because every, 
where I was was just a, it was just a stepping stone in my life at that point. It didn't, mm -hmm. it didn't negate all the experience and knowledge I had. I still possess that. I still possess, I just didn't believe in myself. Yeah. And so part of what I do as a career coach and, you know, some people, you know, we could talk about resumes, we could talk about LinkedIn profiles, but really it starts with your mind. It starts mindset. with your mindset. You know, like if you are not in that right frame of mind to be looking for a job, to be going on interviews, to be putting yourself out there uh, in your networks or wherever, it's not going to happen. It really will not happen. It's only when you have that confidence and belief in yourself that you can go out there and showcase that. You wonder why the person with the least amount of experience sometimes gets the job. It's because of how they showed up in that interview. Yes, you know, indeed. like people gravitate towards that. People want to be around those people. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't show up like that, you're doing yourself a disservice. So sometimes I tell people all the time, we got to get the mindset right before we can even work on the job stuff. <laughs> like, so what you said, uh, the mindset is the foundation. It's the foundation um, you need before you can take the next step to go forward. Absolutely. I would 100% tell you that that mindset, you really have to do a mindset check. And mm. you really have to kind of say, where am I? What do I kind of need? Like, what am I feeling like I, you know, what am I missing right now? Do I have the full confidence to really embrace it? Um, you know, for me, it was even just having somebody tell me that I could do it. Mm. You know, even if I did not necessarily believe it in myself, that that person was telling me I had the ability to do this. And I just had to let go of this you know, the, these things that were weighing me down and not worry about those in that moment and just show up in that moment with that confidence of what my abilities were mm, and, and embrace that. So, you know, that I would say is a hundred percent, you know, the foundation is your mindset, you know, like you've, you've got to be, because the job search process is not easy. You know, like, <laughs> and, and, and I would say even like, <laughs> whether you're a job seeker or you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're transitioning in your career, wherever you are, those journeys are never easy. <laughs> so Indeed. in order to be able to go through that, you do have to have a good mindset in place. Got it. So Mel, I know you're big on mindset, which is extremely important. So now I want you to share with us your coaching style. Right. When you when you work when you work with a prospect, how do you go about assessing this prospect to get them to the level that they need to get in order for them to either um, get hired or hire a potential um, worker? So uh, a couple of ways that I do in particular is I'm a big listener. And, okay. you know, coming from a, the recruiting background, I used to have managers that would tell me like, oh, you're not a natural born salesperson. I'm like, I know, um, <laughs> like I know that. Um, or people would oftentimes tell me like, is she on the phone? Because I always had my headsets on. And she's like, she's not talking to anybody, but she's just sitting there. Um, I was always listening to my clients. I was always okay. listening to my candidates. And I think that's the biggest approach. One of the approaches that I take is I listen to what they're telling me. And then I, you know, let them know, this is what I'm hearing. Let, you know, and see where that first off resonates with them. The other thing is I try to be very, um, I don't want to say brutally honest, but very to the point and okay. very direct. Like, hey, this is where I see the disconnect. This is why I think this isn't working. Like you're not, you know, like either you're not being fully committed to this process. And this is why, you know, you've got to like figure out all this other stuff before I can even help you. 
Like, I, you know, yeah, I could redo your resume and I could do that, but it's not going to get you the point, you know, it's not going to get you where you need to be. Um, it might, but it's not going to, it's not going to serve you. So I try to be very direct. I was always a very direct recruiter, put it out there. It was very open, put out, you know, just like laid the lay of the land. Here mm -hmm. we are. This is what you can expect. So I think those are the biggest two factors that when somebody hires me, that that's what they get is that I really do truly like I listen to them and I really take in their words and what they're saying. Um, and so I think sometimes just having that art, that third person that, you know, of course I want you to succeed. I want to be, you know, I want to be your cheerleader, but I'm not, you know, um, you know, I don't have a stake in the game per se, you know, like I don't have, I'm not your spouse or I'm not your, you know, your family member, your kids, your, you know, wherever I'm not in that, you know, stake in that game where when you start listening to everybody else around you, sometimes all of that floods in and it's really hard to hear your own thoughts. Yes, indeed. It becomes noise. Exactly. It becomes yeah. noise, you know, and these individuals hire you for a reason, right? They hire you to help them get to the next level. So they have to be willing to put their ego and their pride down and actually listen, listen to learn and listen to take action. You know, so this is why coaches are here. You know, we're not just here to listen. Being empathetic is, of course, is important. But if you're constantly stroking the ego and you're not trying to push them towards the next step, then what's the point? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if I, I won't be doing you a dis, I would be doing you a disservice by mm -hmm. not being honest with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I can tell for the most part, like, okay, here's where it, what's broken in the system. This is why you're not connecting with interviews or, you know, even your mindset affects when you apply for jobs. I know that nice. sounds really like a little woohoo and a little arbitrary, but I can tell you, like, you know, if you, like, when you hit that submit button, just saying, like, you know, just constantly saying, like, that's going to be my next job. That's going to be my next job. Like, you know, just kind of conti continuously repeating these positive statements and affirmations um, changes how you think. It changes how you speak. It changes how your effect is on others. And so um, it's these little mind things. And, you know, and that's the thing when I start hearing, you know, just constant negativity or, you know, just like, I don't know why nobody's supporting me. And it's like, nobody's there. This is, you have to do this. Mm. And if you need support, did you ask for, you know, I had a client say that to me, didn't mm -hmm. understand why nobody reached out to her um, when she got laid off. And I said, <laughs> did they know that you need help? <laughs> they may not know you need help. They may think you knew you were going to be laid off. You already have a job. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't need the help. Maybe you're interviewing, you know, they don't know what you don't ask for. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, so again, you have to be willing to put yourself out there, but you also have to be willing to listen and to be willing to kind of take that in and decide what am I going to change and what am I going to, you know, what do I really want to do? And, you know, what am I willing to change in myself? Yeah, it definitely sounds like being able to have a certain level of self-accountability is key in order to... It definitely is because I can only do so much of the work. You know, mm -hmm. I work heavily with like the resumes and the back end stuff and really getting that and helping my clients really shape that. And I always tell them like, hey, the most successful candidates I have are the ones that are involved in the process. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that give me the feedback and say, hey, I don't like this on the resume. Could we change it? And the reality is there's not, you know, when it comes to like a resume, for example, we have room for 
ideas and you know it's not like this black and white like oh you have to do it a certain way i mean there's you know obviously certain things we follow and protocols and whatever but you know there's room for creative ideas and suggestions mm -hmm. and if it's something that i don't think is necessarily going to hurt you or hey yeah that's a great idea i don't have all the answers myself okay you know like i you know i'm like oh that's a great idea i love that um you know so i welcome that and i tell my clients all the time the ones that are involved in this process that go back and forth that really engage in like trust the process are the ones that are going to get the biggest impact it's a, it's a team effort 100 percent. yes indeed so melanie i want you to tell us a success story where you utilize your coaching style to help elevate one of your clients yeah i mean you know one that just kind of popped into my mind was a was a young mom um she came to me she worked here in the dc market with a very well she's worked with actually very well-known companies okay. she had on her list um of you know company and i work with clients to develop kind of their top list the top mm -hmm. 10 list so to speak but one um she's in the social media the marketing standpoint and she literally she had um working for the March of Dimes, um, she had a personal story of why that was important to her. And she mm -hmm. saw this opening and she's like, this is the job I want. Like, I want this job. And so we really focused on, you know, how to not just shape a resume for that job, but how to shape it overall for other opportunities, um, okay. you know, in the same kind of space, but she was really passionate about it. And like, that was where her, like truly where her heart was. And she got that first interview. It took a while. Um, their process, it took a while. And so, you know, but she finally ended up landing that job. And so getting that type of hearing that, like seeing that, you know, fruition from like, this is the job I want, and then actually going and landing that job. And now she's in that position. And, you know, she's, she's loving it. And she's highly successful, you know, it's just one of many success stories. And, you know, that gives me you know, like, okay, hey, we worked through that process together. We talked it through. We did interview prep. We did resume. You know, we worked through all of the pieces to get her to that point. Yeah, being able to um, take a person from the beginning to the end process, that must be a extremely fulfilling feeling. You know, even as coaches, you know, you always are like, yes, it works. <laughs> you know, like you always, you always, you always want to hear those stories. You always want to have that. But yeah, no, that definitely is a, you know, that's why, you know, definitely why I do this, you know, yeah. in terms of like, okay, what, because in the reality, I'm, you know, we're coaching is so, you know, people all the time, like, oh, can you offer a guarantee? And the reality is I say, I can't. I, I never, even as a recruiter, <laughs> I couldn't offer you a guarantee that I could mm -hmm. land you a job because there's so many factors in this that we like, we don't control. I don't control you. Like I can mm -hmm. give you all the advice in the world, but if you choose to not implement it, I can't control that, but you can't control if that person actually reviews your, you know, I can't control what happens once you hit submit on that resume and, and neither can you. So what I can do is I can equip you with the right tools and the right knowledge to continue this process so that it works for you. But I can't ever make that guarantee in life that like, hey, there's I can snap my fingers and voila, you've got that job. You have to put in the work. Yes, indeed. So what does your typical client look like? Um, you know, uh, because of my career as a recruiter, I worked in so many different fields. Um, mm -hmm. I worked in so many different fields. And so 
Um, right now, I would say my I, my average client is probably in that mid professional range. Um, okay. In you know or look or in the C-suite, um, right. you know, C or executive suite, um, somewhere in that frame. But I've got clients, you know, across the board right now. I've got clients in IT. I'm working with a con uh, VP in construction and design, um, a lot of social media and marketing. I'm doing a lot with individuals there. I'm trying to, like, think of my list. Um, and I've got some individual, you know, entrepreneurs that are actually going to be going back into the uh, kind of the workspace. They're looking for some additional challenges and wanting to expand and kind of their own business areas as well. So, um, so I even have, you know, those individuals. So I have kind of an array of clients that I work with, but on average, mm -hmm. it's probably that mid-level professional to C-level executive. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So with that being said, what does your dream client look like though? With the <laughs> various traits we, we, that we spoke about earlier. I want you to give like an avatar. Yeah, I mean, my dream client really is that individual that we connect mm -hmm. and we're able to work together as a team. And I know that's a little, I know that's a little um, vague when it comes to an avatar, <laughs> but it really, I've always had trouble, you know, because when you set up a coaching practice, they always say, create your ideal client, create your avatar. Because um, I work with both men and, men and women. I'm not, you know, I'm very open to that. Um, but those are the clients that I get the most enjoyment. I have a lot of, you know, there's actually clients that I have like actual relationships with now and that, you know, um, I'm connected with on Facebook or I'm, you know, we text each other and say, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. How are you? Right. How's the kids? How is everything happening? Um, you know, so those are the clients that I'm really connected to is the ones that we are able to build these relationships with and that I can really give that, you know, advice to. And so um, those are the ones that, um, you know, that honestly, we feel that kind of like, okay, wow, I am supposed to, you know, work with you. Like this is, you know, this is, you're pushing me and I'm pushing you and it, you're helping me evolve and I'm doing the same for you. Awesome. Awesome. Now, what drives you? What wakes you up each morning? <laughs> so uh, I'm very goal driven and, you know, but honestly, at the end of the day, it's my kids. My kids are older. Um, you know, my youngest is 19. Um, 19, but, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but, you know, at the end of the day, they, they are still what drives me is just to be able to create, um, continue to create a life that, um, you know, to help them and help them pursue their dreams. And, you know, I'm kind of, I'm officially an empty nester now, so which is weird. Um, but um, so, time. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's like I'm, 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 I'm definitely embracing it. Um, but no, it's definitely you know I think just right now my biggest motivation is myself is just to really, really achieve the goals that I put out for myself. And mm -hmm. you know I have some really big goals for myself that I you know have you know had a couple of rough years just family stuff that, you know, had to take it, you know, had to pay attention to and really had to focus on, yeah. um, which of course is the most important thing. And so now I really feel like this year is kind of my year to focus on the things that I really want to do and, mm -hmm. um, uh, being able to achieve those. Amen. Amen. No, it's so important to invest in yourself. You know, it, it really, really helps you to become a better individual. Right. And I know be, being a mother and having kids, most of your time was probably dedicated towards the kids than then your um your your work, right? So yeah. now you have time to focus on you. Yeah, and it's a balance, you know, of not because I could I I'm I'm I've always been a workaholic. It's just 
ingrained in me. And so, you know, definitely learning to take those breaks and those balances has been mm -hmm. a big factor for me. So. I'm, I'm glad to hear this. I'm as a wellness coach. I'm glad to hear. Yes. This. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, wellness and health is definitely big on the list this year. And, um, you know, uh, getting back in shape and working out and um, just, you know, really kind of taking those times and not feeling feeling guilty about my not feeling guilty, even though the workload may be kind of piling up in the background, but still mm -hmm. taking those times and saying, No, this is my time. And it'll It'll be there when I get back. So it's only one Melanie Mitchell. Come on now. Thank you. <laughs> so are you currently working on any new projects that you would like to share with us? Yeah. You know, so right now, um, one of the things that I'm going to be officially that I have, I'm just going to be officially doing a LinkedIn lives on Tuesdays um, nice. off of my, so I perpetually procrastinated on this all last year and I'd be like, I'm going to do videos. I don't like doing videos. I really don't. Um, and I did not do the LinkedIn live and I just, I, I just kind of pushed it off. It's not my comfort zone. It's not my wheelhouse, but I just, I haven't, you know, kind of an email community of former clients. And I made the official announcement last or Monday, actually. Um, and I said, hey, starting on Tuesdays, I'm going to do LinkedIn Lives. I'm going to be talking. I don't know if anybody will show up, but that's okay. <laughs> That'll be fine. Um, and, you know, going through offering some free coaching, offering career advice, hopefully be able to get some guests, you know, to join me um, and talk about the, you know, things as I kind of develop that. So I'm going to be rolling that out. And then um, as the year progresses, developing some group coaching programs, things of that nature that have kind of been in the works and a little bit on the back burner, but that's going to be really the focus for this year. Yes, indeed. Also, don't say hopefully because you are going to do it. It, it is yes. going to happen. <laughs> you will be successful. Okay. You have to claim it. You, you're absolutely right on that. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. So Yes, indeed. So if if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to get to know who um, get to know you a little bit more and hang out with you, where can they find you? So just connect with me on LinkedIn. That's a, okay. the place I'm usually there most of the time because I'm working with either clients or responding to her clients and, uh, you know, posting and commenting. So you can always find me on LinkedIn. My website is uh, www.findsucceedachieve.com. So you can always check me out there and send me a message there as well. So. Awesome. So I want you to tell um, the people your full name on LinkedIn. Yeah. So my full name on LinkedIn, it's hyphenated. So it's Melanie Mitchell Wexler. Um, so people know me by both. So I just keep both. <laughs> so, awesome. um, so, but Melanie Mitchell Wexler is where you can find me on LinkedIn. Melanie, I just want to thank you for coming on today's episode. Thank you. you. Thank you for being transparent, sharing your story, right? And just being you. And well, also last but not least, how may I serve you? You know what? You have served me. This is my second uh, podcast live interview I've done for 2022. Um, last, year I, last year, I set out a goal to do 12 that I had never done a podcast interview um, last okay. year, and I achieved that goal. So um, I haven't given a specific goal number yet for this year um, in terms of that, but um, just kind of working on continuing to put myself out there, meet different people. And so you have already done that by having me on as a guest. Awesome, you know, and um, the, I know once you once you start doing your LinkedIn live and you become more consistent, you will 
gravitate more guests, right? And yes. vice versa. So it's like the law of reciprocity. You know, you get, you take, you give, you give, and you take. You know, it, it goes around, around, around. 100%. And I'm a big believer of what, you know, always uh, give before you ask. So. Yes, indeed. Again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with someone else that will benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Take care, be blessed, and cheers. We're out.